today on the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing, after last Monday's Worst Raw Ever, we're here to talk you off the ledge. We are going to remind you of just how great wrestling is as we barrel towards 2019. Mike, I got a few people offering me uh, money not to talk you off the ledge. That's not nice at all. Well, one of them is Brian Fury. It's the holiday season, Brian. One of them is the guy whose wedding you skipped out on. Oh, brother. Well, speaking of the holidays, we had a great new segment that's sure to deck your halls, plus your promo about nothing a little later, and so much more. But first, tell him, George. I think I can sum up the show for you with one word. Nothing. Wrestling fans, there are millions and millions of podcasts out there, but there's nothing like this one. Do you ever just get down on your knees and thank God that you know me and have access to my dementia? This is the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Welcome to the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing, episode 137. A production of Crackpot Podcasts. My name is Mike Crockett. I'm a longtime independent wrestling referee in the Northeast, currently on an extended hiatus from the ring. And joining me, as always, is a veteran of the New England Independent Mat Wars. Now he is a Ring of Honor wrestler. He is still Mr. Inside Edition. And now he is the mysterious Brian Malonis. Mysterious? Well, you posted this strange facebook message this tweet it went everywhere yeah saying you're working on something really exciting can't wait to share with anyone any guesses (laughs) i'm trying to engage with people on social media mike and this is exactly why i don't because i feel like i get ridiculed every time i do you're not getting ridiculed you're ridiculing me i'm just asking you to spill it right here on the wrestling podcast about nothing this is your platform this is your outlet right here let everyone know what's going on what's the big deal when the time is right we'll announce it right on this podcast what's going on well that's good yeah but there is one thing that leaked out on friday what was that there is a new piece of merchandise available oh yes there is if you go to ROHWrestling.com or the ROH shop. ROH Pro, yeah, if you go to ROHWrestling.com and, and go to the uh, Pro Shop, click on search by, well, you can search by wrestler, you can search by many different things. But if you search by wrestler and you choose Brian Malonis, there's now a little piece of merchandise under there. My first official Ring of Honor piece of merchandise. A co-piece of merchandise. You yes. And- yeah, well, Bruiser's had, I mean, this is like his third or fourth piece of merchandise so for me it's my debut merchandise a very lovely t-shirt awesome design uh we're recording this friday night uh i was sent an email this morning to my surprise i I had no idea they were working on a t-shirt design for us and go in my email and i and i see bouncer's t-shirt design i'm like oh what is this open it up and it's that beautiful design uh they asked for our input and feedback and if we liked it and I mean, I was too busy gushing over it to, you know, <laughs> to say anything negative. I mean, it's a great shirt. I think they did a great job. It looks awesome. What's all about positivity today on the podcast, Brian? <laughs> it is. The power of positivity. Yes. Uh, it looks like a true professional uh, graphic designer did it. So, well, what, is, what does that mean? I'm, nothing. I'm just saying. I didn't do it, Brian. I know you're. you're <laughs> that's what you're alluding to. I know you didn't do it. Oh, oh. If I had asked you to do it, we'd have been waiting six months. <laughs> <laughs> so what's my cut of the new Bouncers t-shirt? What do you what do, you, what do you mean? <laughs> what I mean, we're in this together, right? I'm your manager. I'm like... <laughs> you are? Yeah. Well, how, negotiate me a contract then. 
Uh, <laughs> I need twenty percent. Some uh, some manager like you're like uh, Harry M. Smyrak. Smilak, I think it is. Well, you don't watch the movie, apparently. Oh, I see what you do. <laughs> we can't have that here, Brian. We can't have that. <laughs> so there's a T-shirt. You can get it. Uh, ROA Trust. But we don't really talk about that. We're just going to talk about the WPAN.com. That's where you can get the uh, Curtain Jerker WPAN T-shirt, which is the real moneymaker. You can also get that on BrianMalonis.com along with uh, a few other T-shirts as well. That is true. That is true. So plenty of places to get... Brian Malone's themed merchandise these days. Just in time for the holidays. Yeah, yes, com, the WPAN.com, BrianMalonis.com, all your Brian Malone's needs taken care of. Make somebody's whole entire year by having the kingpin underneath your Christmas tree. <laughs> I just pictured, like you talked about last week with the turkeys, I just pictured like a piece of holly strategically placed and you kind of laid out underneath the tree. I don't know why I'm picturing that. It's the first time I've ever pictured that, I'll tell you that right now. Apparently it's on your Christmas list. <laughs> See what you can do about that. Um, so you can't say anything else from this uh, tweet that you put out, this Facebook post? I mean, I, I, I could, but uh, much like uh, your days as... Cafe Booker of Chaotic Wrestling. <laughs> Nothing is done until it's done. So, you know, in the in the weeks to come, something very exciting. I, lots of people like, is it NXT or WWE contract? No. No, it's not. <laughs> I know there's lots of rumors out there about seemingly everybody, with the exception of me. I haven't seen my name out there at all. So, uh, no, the Kingpin is not going to... WWE or NXT or... Giovanni Ferrero says a sexy 2019 calendar with the bruiser. Ooh, that would sell big. <laughs> it's a little late in the game to uh, be putting out a calendar now. Yeah, but when you put out something, you know, that type of quality, people are going to buy it. Joe Bedard says a buffet brother reunion. <laughs> God willing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we'll find out uh, in the weeks to come here. Yeah, at the and I'm, not, I'm not trying to be, you know, I, one, I was really just trying to interact with people, um, you know. Proud of you. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> and uh, no, I'm re- it's something I'm really excited about. So, uh, put it, uh, I'll, how about a little teaser? Yeah, it's something in 17 years I've never done in pro wrestling before. Hmm. So it's not another inside edition thing. You're not. <laughs> no, it's not on... another inside edition thing. No, it's something that I have never done before in pro wrestling. Now, there's a couple of big things out there that you can probably think of that it might be. So I'll, that, that's where I'll leave it. Okay. So we'll leave it there. Big teaser. But this will be this will be where we break it, Mike. I won't break it on Twitter. I won't break it on Facebook. We'll break it on this podcast when the time is right. All right. Well, tweet your guesses at the WPAN or at Brian Malonis. Let us know what you think it is, and we will bring you the information as we have it here. The, the funny thing is I'm guessing some people thought it was the T-shirt <laughs> design because yeah. some people guessed that, like, you know, merchandise design or whatever or, or new T-shirt design. Uh, th- that just ha- was a complete happy accident because when I sent that tweet out, I had no idea about that they'd even started on a Bouncer's T-shirt yet. So, When are you getting yours? Uh, I will be getting mine uh, at Final Battle. They, well, oh, okay. So let's talk about last week's podcast, episode 137. You were in the car with Cam Zagami and Brian. Brian? Yes. Cam Zagami, he's your tag team partner. Yes. He's had a previous tag team partner, right? Yes. Who was? Anthony Green? Yes. And you know what we've said about 
Anthony Green in the past on this podcast. He sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say anything about Kanzagami in that direction, but uh, a lot of prodding I had to do in the car <laughs> there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, oh, we get him rolling a little bit. At, yeah, uh, different way. To be fair, I sprung those both on Cam in the moment. You know. I mean, as as I kind of talked about last week, last weekend what turned out to be a bit of a a bit of a shit show, as can happen in pro wrestling, unexpected things, late opponents, late arriving people to the show, uh, had to put together a fourteen person match for the afternoon show. Then my opponents aren't showing up for the later show. Then the guy I want to interview, Nick Gage, got hurt unfortunately the night before. Was really late on Sunday uh, because of that injury. So any truth to the rumor that he got hurt, so he wouldn't have to go through the podcast? <laughs> no, no, because I talked. I talked to him afterwards. Oh, okay, and um, and, and uh, he's willing to do it, and and he wants to come on. I exchanged numbers with him, so I think I think a guy who has a very uh, it, his story actually probably lends more towards uh, a long form podcast too. Uh, I was just going to talk to him about the David Arquette thing that that had gone viral, yeah. but he has a really interesting, uh, really interesting story behind him. I don't know if you're familiar with Nick Gage, but guy who's doing great for himself now, doing great on the indie scene, getting out there, jumping all over. So he's somebody that I want to have on this podcast and look forward to in the future. Christmas with Nick Gage? Maybe. <laughs> Nick fucking Gage. That's one fuck on this show that's about 32 less than Sunny Goodspeed uh, a, <laughs> yes. co- a couple weeks ago on the podcast. And, and that's still 150 less than Rich Palladino said on Saturday <laughs> and Sunday. So. <laughs> so have you heard from Brian Fury? Um, yeah. Besides yeah. saying that he let me jump off a ledge. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I talked to him a little bit. Um, because last week you were... Uh, I mean, you're having fun, but you're rather critical of of him making the big comeback after the big retirement. I'm not, I'm not critical of the comeback. I'm, okay. criti- I'm critical of the retirement tour. There you go. <laughs> so what did he say? He's fine. Okay. He's, why, why? he's all would right. He, why, would, why would he be upset? I was just having fun with him. Okay. So the show is this Friday night. December seventh in yeah. Massachusetts. I'm not booked. I won't be there. You're so. not going. I'm not. No, I'm not being fooled into going to cha- a chaotic show again under the guise that it might be Brian Fury's last match. <laughs> I went to that last, you know, sham of a show, <laughs> and, and, you know, and 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 had to sit through that. I'm not. I'm not doing it again. Really? He gets one one me going <laughs> to a show. I'm not booked for for his retirement. That's it. You squeak out one tear for him. No more. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe I'll show up. Um, no, of course you will. <laughs> Lube in hand. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> in hand and elsewhere. Uh, so uh, should we mention BrianMalonis.com again? I mean, we mentioned it already. We mentioned it once. It's fine. Like I said, we already gave the Christmas plug, Mike. You're ruining it. You're taking steam off of what we already put out there. It was good. It was good material. Well, the WPAN.com, the WPAN.com, not only can you get to the t-shirts through there, you could also listen to the podcast on the website, you could subscribe to the podcast and all the various outlets, including Spotify, we are on Spotify, find our social media links, we are at the WPAN, basically on every social media platform, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, I, I have Snapchat, but I've never used it, probably never will. But I just like to get the WPA on on every platform. So that is that. Plus the bios, the photos. And in time for Christmas, nudes. Yes, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking, right? <laughs> <Just> Santa hats. <laughs> <laughs> Santa hats and nothing else. <laughs> and a big smile. I got a Santa hat down at Disney World that has uh, the Mickey Mouse ears and it lights up. Oh, Jesus. There's pictures of me on social media wearing it. I'm sorry. What are you sorry? Yeah, this comes from a guy who now does couples costumes. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Well, there was there was before you started doing it. It's familial. 
familial. It's yeah, what's wrong with me putting on a Christmas hat to amuse my children? It's for the kids. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, it's for the kids. Putting over podcasts. That is the Facebook group. Just go to Facebook. Put in the search bar. Putting over podcasts. We're talking about all pro wrestling podcasts. There, a great group of guys over there talking about their podcasts. Talking about podcasts in general. Take a look over there on Facebook. Putting over podcasts is the name of the group. Join and enjoy. So, Brian, uh, we've been accused in the past of being negative Nancys. We have? Who accused us of being negative? Well, it's kind of accurate because we did a whole summer of negativity <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> we did. In 2018. But the wave of cynicism after last Monday's Raw was too much even for me. I don't know about you. Uh, yeah, I mean, it definitely. I mean, <laughs> I think somebody summed it up best. Uh, I think it was in the OVP group where they posted a picture of... Babyface Dog the Clown versus Bastion Bugger. And it was like, worst ever? Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, let's pump the freaking brakes a little bit here. I mean, I happen to wrestle for a company that puts on a superior wrestling product to WWE, but, you know. And great merchandise, too. Yes, fantastic merchandise. <laughs> have I mentioned the RH Pro Shop today? You have, you have. <laughs> so it is well documented, Brian, that... I mean, I officially announced it on this podcast in July of 2017, that's almost a year and a half ago, that I checked out on Raw. You didn't really know that I was like a trendsetter at the time, but <laughs> everyone's jumped off the bandwagon now, and I was way back when saying, that's enough. That's enough. I'm done. I'm kind of like the uh, innovator of apathy when it comes to WWF, <laughs> WWE. What? WWF? Jesus. <laughs> sound like a true old man. <laughs> well, did you see this raw that everyone's talking about? I I, I did not. I'm um, I yeah, I usually DVR raw, then I'll go back and like fast forward and kind of pick and choose what I want to watch. And then when I saw it was, I heard it was so bad, I didn't go back and watch it. It can't be that terrible. Maybe we should go back and review it. No, I'm not sitting here till like <laughs> one in the morning doing this tonight, buddy. Sorry. <laughs> well, I feel like it's our duty, Brian, to remind people that wrestling's good. All wrestling. And we've got a list here of reasons that you shouldn't cancel your subscription and throw your Amazon Fire out the window. Why you shouldn't cash out. Why you should double down on pro wrestling in 2019. Now, Kingpin, you are the toast of wrestling now. We've talked about the t-shirt, the whole deal that's going on with ROH. You're in the thick of it. So you've got one perspective. I mean, I'm not completely dialed in to the current product, as we've talked about. I haven't done a dirt sheet shuffle in a while. So I'm uh, a bit removed from that, but that's never stopped me before from just diarrhea of the mouth. This is true. So, Brian, why don't you give us a reason people should still be pumped for pro wrestling going into 2019? Okay, I'm going to start a little bit off the beaten path here because, uh, and and I'm going to talk about a podcast a little bit, and then I'll get into kind of what I'm talking about. But it's a podcast that that I, I have been in on since day one. Yeah, it's only about ten or fifteen episodes old. I don't know how many exactly, but it's a reason to be positive about pro wrestling in twenty eighteen, going to twenty nineteen. The Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. Have you heard this yet, Mike? No, you've put it over though. It's excellent. It's an excellent listen. It's Zach Ryder and and um, Kurt Hawkins, and they talk about their wrestling figure obsession. But that kind of leads me to the fact that uh, when as I buy them for my son and I see them out there. I think the wrestling figures are the best they've ever been. 
they're so tremendous. Have you seen like these the Mattel wave of wrestling figures and some of the classics? And yeah, I mean, they're they, unbelievable. I mean, you don't go to a Target or a Walmart without at least stopping by the aisle and checking out what's there. I do that every time I go. And now I have a son, so I have an excuse to buy. <laughs> <laughs> it's for the kid. <laughs> yes. But what's cool about this, so you have the WWE line, but what's also cool is the figures toy company that produces lots of other figures. Yep. You got independent guys getting toys now. Ring of Honor has had wrestling figures. So oh, was that of the uh, big announcement? No, no, it's okay. not. Um, so very cool time. I'm gonna say again, starting off slow here, building up, but I'm gonna say kind of a combo deal. The major wrestling figure podcast, something very entertaining to listen to, along with wrestling toys are better than they've ever been. You still listening to Pritchard? Um, about like four behind. It's just <laughs> they did one a Christian. So I'm Christian. I saw. I- Three hours on Christian? He was there for a long time. I guess he was. I mean, I don't know how much of it is that real interesting. Well, you're going to listen. You're going to find out the backstage scoops. I guess I guess we got to go I'm see. like four back on that. I'm like six back on Bischoff. I just don't have time for a lot of podcasts on my there. But that's what makes the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast so good. It's appointment listening. I listen to that every Friday. That's your first things first. Yep. That's, that's top priority. And it is two guys from the WWE, so... There's good things happening at WWE. See? And they, they do have a YouTube show produced by WWE that's also very good. Really? About wrestling figures, yeah. Okay, so we're talking about WWE. You're bringing up this podcast. But let's talk about what's going on in WWE, from what I understand. I mean, there is... People are talking about the booking and stuff like that and what's going on. But there is a wealth, a wealth of young talent that's coming through there, that's going over to the main roster, doing big things. I mean, right now, you got... Braun Strowman all over the place. You got Alexa Bliss wrestling every week. You got Becky Lynch, who's, I mean, people are talking about her all the time. She's doing very well. She, I think she just had a match or something. You got Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Remember, they're, they're teaming up now on the same team. It's uh, a lot of great stuff going on now. A lot of top guys getting top spots in WWE. I'm not sure why people are so upset about this because you got great young talent out there that's doing well well um so they're all hurt right now mike wait what literally every person you mentioned there is uh currently on the shelf uh and out for various amounts of time or been out for quite some time already is that true (laughs) that's completely true but it's fake how they getting hurt you're an idiot. <laughs> well, okay, uh, okay. Then give me another one. Give me, give me another one of yours. Uh, let me, let me adjust here. Let me. You start talking. I'll start writing. All right. So uh, I'll go with a. Uh, I'll go with a bigger one. So a lot of people are down on WWE, and in the past, like you did have alternatives like WCW or ECW, but now more than ever, you have an alternative to things you don't like. If you don't like WWE, you can watch Ring of Honor and Impact and New Japan or the Indies. If you don't like the Indies, you can watch those other things. Wrestling, there is more wrestling than you know what to do with. And if you don't like a particular style or company, you can turn that company off and find no shortage of alternatives to that and no shortage of ways to consume it, whether it be YouTube or Twitch or uh, subscription services or or however. Like it just No shortage of wrestling at your fingertips 24-7, 365, on your phone, on your tablet, on your laptop, on your desktop, on your TV, wherever you want it, you can have wrestling. Trip beats trading tapes like the kids did back in the day. I never did that. No? You were a nerd like I'll me. I'll see him home videos? 
Oh, Jesus. <laughs> What's wrong with the Coliseum Home video? I used to get very excited to get Coliseum Home videos. I didn't really, wasn't really into them. Wasn't really into them. Suck the joy out of everything. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I guess the, yeah, the subscription services, they're all over the place. You were just on Powerbomb TV yeah, last Power, weekend. Powerbomb TV is out there for in- independent wrestling. Ring of Honor has their subscription service. Everybody knows about the network. New Japan has their service. I think Impact has Twitch, right? They're on Twitch. I don't know if that's They have uh, the Global Wrestling Network or something like that, I think. There's, I think High Spots has like a, has like a wrestling yep. network. Like it's just, there's no, there's no shortage of it. Chaotic on Demand. Chaotic on demand. Yeah, you can watch. You can watch any company from anywhere at any time. Uh, really great time. Uh, I was talking to a buddy of mine who runs Atlantic Pro Wrestling, and, and they're looking at getting their content up more regularly to for people to watch. So, I mean, from the smallest independents to the biggest companies in the world, you can consume it. Well, I mean, the independents, the alternatives to WWE, that's great. But I, I really want to let people know that it's not all bad with WWE. I mean. They say this raw is past raw is terrible, but I've been hearing a ton about something we talked about probably a year ago at this point when AJ Styles was rumored to draw this guy out of retirement. It didn't happen, but now he is back, at least for a match. I mean, he returned, he reformed DX, he faced Kane and the Undertaker, for what I understand. Shawn Michaels came back for a dream match. Everyone was happy with the match, from what I gather. Everyone was happy with the show and everything involved with that show, from what I understand. So, Shawn Michaels is back. What's wrong with that? Oof. Uh, apparently, you're not going on social media much these days, either. That match was a bit of a disaster. There's some pretty good gifts out there of uh, some botched spots, and uh, the match was a half step slow. Pretty sure Shawn Michaels like fell on his head at one point, and Kane's mask came off in the middle of the match. And well, it's good thing Shawn Michaels has that nice full head of hair to protect him when he. <laughs> well, falls he's on bald his head. now. Mike. What? <laughs> he's he's bald now. Bald oh doing crop shots on his stomach. <laughs> uh, you know, and that and that show altogether was very controversial, Mike. Uh, you know, I know you're no stranger to to world events. You know, you're, right. you're you're in tune with world events and lots of controversy surrounding that show. Hulk Hogan came back on that show, very controversial. Brock Lesnar's the champion again, very controversial. Uh, but controversy creates cash, and WWE put it out there for the world to see, and people are talking about it. They did talk about it, from what I gather. They did talk about it, but they talked about it in the same vein as last Monday's Raw. Oh, um, okay, back to the drawing board. What do you got there, Kingpin? I'll keep writing here. <laughs> From an inside the business perspective, there are more alternatives now for guys inside of wrestling to go. It's not a one-team you know, one team, uh, sort of sport anymore. There's tons of places all over the world to make money in pro wrestling. More ways to have a career in pro wrestling now than, than there have ever been before. Um, so it's a very healthy time in the pro wrestling industry. From, from a performer standpoint, of options of places to go. And even more coming, if you believe some of the rumors out there. Hmm. Hmm. Are you, are you aware of any of these rumors, Mike? Uh, maybe. I'm not sure where you're getting at. All I know is that ROH is kind of on top of the world. We're heading into 2019, the Madison Square Garden show. Everyone's locked in. I'm sure you know all the names you know and love will be there at MSG, and it's going to be a great time. Ring of Honor is... Uh, what? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, Ring of Honor is going to still be on top going into Madison Square Garden. Place is sold out. 
uh, lovable guys like the Bruiser and myself probably going to be there. You expect me to touch some controversial stuff here? Oh. <laughs> I ain't touching shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's good to know. I mean, well, there's lots of rumors out there. there. Again, it's talking about the health of the industry. There's lots of options for guys to go. There's lots of rumors of who's staying, who's going. I don't know. I don't know what's true. I don't know what to believe. All I know is that's where I want to be. That's where I, you know, I'm happy to be. And, uh, and, I, and I'm very much looking forward to whoever's there uh, along with me, uh, looking forward to continuing down the same path that, that we are right now. And if, you know, if, if guys go elsewhere, hey, it's, that's pro wrestling in 2018, 2019. There's lots of options out there. The, the, the rumored all elite wrestling that's, you know, the buzz of uh, the industry. But uh, again, I, I think it's just, I think it's just a healthy time in pro wrestling. But you keep going away from WWE, Brian. We want people to know that there's still great things in WWE. How about a guy who literally was told, you can't wrestle anymore. You're on the shelf. Go be a GM. You're done in the ring. But suddenly, he gets approved to come back. He is back. Daniel Bryan is back in the wrestling ring. And, I mean, the fans... They love it. He is the. I mean, he has to be the biggest baby face in professional wrestling today. The fact that he was on the shelf for two years and now he's back in the ring. He's going for the gold. He is the champion, from what I understand. And I mean, the the fans. Yes, yes, yes. Everyone's going crazy for him. How could he not be the biggest baby face in WWE today with this story? Well, because he kicked AJ Styles in the dick to win the title behind the referee's back. Daniel Bryan is a heel. He's what? He's a heel. But he's he had the, the, the concussions and stuff. Yeah, well maybe he messed with him. I don't know. Maybe he's not the same guy anymore. Stuff like that'll change you. So he's not the biggest He's not the biggest baby face, no. Did he just turn? Turned got only won the belt a couple weeks ago. But he was the biggest baby face before that, right? No, I don't think so. Oh, huh. <laughs> One of them, not the top baby face. Alright. Um you got something else, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, how about this? You want something positive from, from WWE? Uh, WWE is expanding their presence and expanding the reach of pro wrestling throughout the world. Uh, they've started NXT UK now, and there's rumors of, of potential more NXT kind of territories popping up all over the world um, again from a standpoint of the health of the industry uh, see the WWE invest in in their product and and extend to these places that uh, maybe don't have pro wrestling or don't have pro wrestling to the level of something like a WWE I think that's pretty cool yeah I mean they just open up NXT UK as you said and you know wrestlers are getting exposure they're getting their faces on TV which means more when they go and do their independent bookings right all around the UK the NXT UK is a, a great place for them to work, but they still have that time off where they can go and do these smaller shows and probably get more money, right, from these independent bookings. Uh, well, they can actually only work for WWE-affiliated promotions within Europe. Wait, hold on a second. What? What? <laughs> yeah, they just... Let me just, check my phone here. At least that's, that? the, that's the rumor. Uh, I mean, I, I think one of the guys maybe was under that contract. We might know a guy who's under NXT UK, or at least he's performed for NXT UK. Eddie Ryan, who okay. who performed in Chaotic Wrestling, looks a little different than, uh, yeah, than, little... He, did, than he did when he came over. He's <laughs> not uh, missing any time in the gym. No, no, he's not. 
couple days. Doesn't get that body waiting for the bus. Yeah, a couple days off the Snickers bars. You know? <laughs> um, but yeah, the the rumor is that those guys can only work WWE, NXT, and affiliated kind of promotions that WWE's tied in with. Oh, really? That's a uh, change, isn't it? Huh. <laughs> well, how about? I mean, okay, you're talking about independence stuff like that. Chaotic Wrestling, your original home in uh, the wrestling scene. Still a, a wealth of young talent in chaotic wrestling, getting pushed to the top, getting championship matches, and there's a show this Friday. I'm sure that uh, you know a young upstart is going to get a, a match, probably for the championship this Friday night, December seventh. Probably the oldest guy on the roster is getting the title shot. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, that's the Brian Fury thing, huh? Yeah, Brian, Brian Vern Gagne <laughs> Fury. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shame. That's a shame. <laughs> That's a shame. <laughs> Good luck, Brian, this Friday. Uh, so what else? Do you got any more? I, I don't know. I don't know, Mike. I'm running out of things. I'm having to carry this entire segment. Uh, how about this? We're on the road to the Royal Rumble. We're two months away from the Royal Rumble. That's always a good time, right? That's a good time of year. Yeah, we'll get together at Brian Fury's house. Hopefully. I think he'll still host, right? I hope so. Is it still going to be a thing? We'll get together there. We'll draw numbers. That's right around the corner. Do you put some money in the pool? I'm grasping at straws at this point, buddy. <laughs> I had I had a few things on the list, and and you know I've run through them because you've been terrible at your own game. Uh, it's well, it's not a game, Brian. This is life and death. This is pro wrestling. How, okay, Mike, I get I get something here. Okay, it, it, personal tie to us, right? But uh, and and you want you're you're pushing me for WWE content here. I don't know why you're pushing me for WWE <laughs> content, but whatever. It's, you know that's what you want. How about our all of our friends who are there? Who are doing just big things? You got Kofi, who is is one of the top names in uh, in WWE, a future WWE Hall of Famer, multi time champion, part of one of the hottest acts of the last ten years. Uh, some of the biggest merchandise movers on the entire roster. You got Tommaso Ciampa, who may be the hottest heel in the business, the NXT champion, doing big things for himself. Uh, our good friend Warbeard, who main evented NXT War Games, uh, his first main event at, a ta- at his first takeover, he main events it, uh, steals the show in, in the process. Big things uh, coming for him. Uh, and then Donovan Dijak, former or, or Dominic Dijakovic now, as, he, yes. as he's now known, but uh, debuts with vignettes this past Wednesday. I believe they taped the match coming up. Uh, another guy that I know, at least, uh, Mike Verna, just recently got he, he was used as enhancement talent at uh, the recent NXT taping. So all these guys we know having good things with NXT, that's got to be a big positive for you, right? Well, yes. And I can say uh, that I did actually watch NXT TakeOver War Games from beginning to end. NXT TakeOver Warbeard? <laughs> yes. TakeOvers always, we've said it time and time again, always appointment viewing, always must-see television, and that was no exception great show you know i think i made a mistake though it said uh it was warbeard's first takeover but i remember he was in last year's war games as well no brian <laughs> brian that was that was a different fella oh that was the, the same, other guy they have the same gear but he had a different accent though <laughs> you couldn't tell because well, he wouldn't speak oh they were they were he was the duke of elegance <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> Just a field. <laughs> so, yes, uh, NXT. I mean, if... Okay. Uh, okay, let's shoot here, brother. If you're sick of WWE, watch NXT. 
easily consumed one hour a week, and then you get to take over specials like four or five times a year, and they don't disappoint. Was that a little positivity out of you? That's what this episode's all about, Brian. <laughs> it hasn't been going well so far, though. Well, I mean, okay, I'm a little out of sorts here when it comes to WWE, but I did watch NXT TakeOver, so I am kind of caught up on that. Counting NXT TakeOver, how much? How many hours of pro wrestling have you watched in the last 30 days? How long was NXT TakeOver? <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, like you said, the, the fact that... There's so many places to work now. Guys are making money. There's no better thing in the world than the fact that people can work every weekend, not have to fly cross country for like WWE, can drive like a hundred miles and get a booking and, you know, get money to live on through independent wrestling. Some people. Some people. Some people like to pretend, but well, that we're, this is a show of positivity. Oh yes, this is a show, is a show of uh, we're all all positive here. Pos- we're trying to turn you around, Mike. We're trying to uh, turn the folks around out there who are down on Raw and down on on uh, you know all the things in wrestling that uh, they've been upset about uh, over these last few months. Right, and WWE. You're not watching the current stuff. Watch old stuff. Watch the stuff you grew up watching. Go back. The ne- they have a network there. A vast, vast catalog of stuff. You don't even have to watch WWE slash WWF stuff. You can watch old WCW pay-per-views, though I don't really know why, if you want to be (laughs) in a positive frame of mind. You can watch ECW. You got Mid-South TV. You got some world-class on there. Smoky Smoky Mountain. No, no, no. But there's so much on there. If you're not enjoying the current stuff, you can find something on the WWE Network, something under the WWE umbrella that will turn you on. Here's another positive, Mike. Merchandise. There is more merchandise out there than fans will ever know what to do with. Any wrestler you can think of, that guy has a t-shirt. Well, it's probably available on ProWrestlingTees.com. Or BrianMalonis.com. BrianMalonis.com. Or at the RH Pro Shop. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> well, some of the WWE merchandise that they've put out lately, I have seen some... Uh, images on twitter and stuff like that some of them leave a little to be desired i did see some of the ones that people were upset about saying it was like clip art or whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's uh, i don't know what's going on there in the uh hey, that's, merch department. that's them though go to pro wrestling tees everybody has a store hulk Hogan has a store steve austin has a store bret hart Shawn michaels randy savage roddy piper they all have stores there and uh tomaso finally has a t-shirt and it was wasn't designed by a WWE guy. It was designed by the legit fit guy. Yeah, yeah. Jamie, Jamie, uh, uh, Violet is his last name, I believe. Uh, designed. He's designed some of my gear before. But again, another local guy who's done local independent stuff, getting a chance to design a WWE piece of merchandise that, from what I hear, is selling pretty well. So, what do we say about WWE Monday Night Raw in in 2018 going into 2019? I say, if you're not liking it, turn on something else. Watch Ring of Honor every week. Give Impact Wrestling a chance. Watch, you know, go to Powerbomb TV. Go to Fight TV app. Watch these different forms of pro wrestling. Watch New Japan Pro Wrestling. I believe there's a women's show uh, coming to Access TV. There's no shortage of, of pro wrestling out there for you to consume. There is no reason to get that negative about any company, especially WWE, because there is just so much out there you don't have to ignore it. The funny thing is, 
everybody says they're not going to watch it, and they watch it, and they just complain about it. But it's like that's never going to get them to change. You think going on social media and talking about them is going to get them to change? No. No. Ignoring them. Ignoring something, you know. Turning the channel, not buying the merchandise, not watching the product, not tweeting about it, not doing, you know, Instagram about it, whatever you're doing about it. Like, just ignoring it. Like, it doesn't exist. That's how you get action. But the fact is, people keep turning it on. People always turn it on. WWE has become like that household. They're like, they're like Kleenex at this point, or or Q-tips, or you know, when it comes to the way people view pro wrestling. But there's no shortage of great pro wrestling out there. And I'm I'm a bit biased, but hey, if you're sick of WWE, start with Ring of Honor, stay with Ring of Honor, watch that. You you'll you'll enjoy that. I guarantee it. I think some people just like to be upset. I think so, too. And we also live in a day and age where everybody's got to have an opinion on everything, and they got to let you know about it at all times. Usually, it's only when they have a negative opinion. Right. And some people that say, like, oh, I do a podcast. I have to talk about Ron SmackDown. I mean, no one is, unless you're getting paid by, like, a corporation to do the podcast, no one is making you talk about Ron SmackDown. You can make your podcast or whatever form, YouTube channel, whatever you want it to be. If you don't want to talk about current pro wrestling in the WWE, you don't have to. Talk about something else. No, it's actually, I mean, for most people, it's kind of like the easy way out. Let's just uh, review what's going on in Raw and SmackDown. There's 80 million podcasts that that do that. There's 80 million more that just fantasy book it. and I mean, they, people do that with pro wrestling all the time. That's kind of what we used to do when we didn't have an idea. We just, oh, let's just watch the pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah. But people fantasy book all, all the time and people are negative. I mean, we've done two things of mean tweets about about, about me, of all people. Two episodes of mean tweets uh, just because people will find the negative in any situation. Maybe I should start watching Raw again. Go for it. If you think it'll make you happy, watch it. Try watching me on ROH once in a while. Uh, have you been on again? Yes. When? I, I've probably been on like two or three times since the last time you've watched. We haven't been talking about it here on the podcast? No, you don't leave me time to. No, I mean, no, I mean, it's just, you know, it's, it's out there. I share it on my social media. We don't have to always talk about it on the podcast. Well, I, I, I would love to watch. What if I'm on Final Battle, Mike? You going to order that on pay-per-view? Oof. Oh, boy. Okay, so the bottom line. Let's bottom line this thing. Yes. Watch what you want to watch. Watch what will make you happy. You'll be a more pleasant person, right? Some of you. <laughs> yeah. Some of us will be. What do you mean some of you? Well, you know, I'm pleasant. I don't know about that. <laughs> Sometimes I am. This is kind of a disaster, but that's what I get, I guess, for trying to be positive. Well, you should have a you should have a pro wrestling podcast and at least kind of watch pro wrestling. That, that should be your that should be a New Year's resolution in 2019, Mike. That you actually will watch some pro wrestling. Let's try to do that. I mean, I know you don't wear the pants in your family, and that <laughs> and, I, and stuff gets dictated to you. But you know, put your foot down, watch some pro wrestling. I don't want to watch what I'm hearing about. Well, you don't have to watch WWE. We literally just talked about this. What can I watch then? Ring of Honor. Oh, okay. God damn it. <laughs> All right. Well, we want your feedback. Tweet us at the WPA on Twitter with your take on this week's episode, your thoughts on our discussion about pro wrestling positivity. Use the hashtag WPAN, or you can call the voicemail line. Call in with your thoughts. We will play them on this podcast. Call 401 401- 584-9726. That's 401-584-WPAN. Call now. Leave us your voicemail. We will play it on the show. 
Booking the Territory. That is a podcast that we are very familiar with and very friendly with, hosted by Mike Mills, Harbody Harper, and Doc Turner. They do two podcasts a week, Sundays and Thursdays. So go to mikemills.podbean.com to find out all about the Booking the Territory podcast. And uh, that is the old school wrestling they're talking about over there. And the other old school podcast that we approve of wholeheartedly is our vantage point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn. Find them at ovppodcast.com and uh, enjoy the good retro wrestling talk. Greetings from Allentown with PW. Peter Winson, he dissects one episode of wrestling television from the 70s, 80s, 90s, each and every week, and uh, he puts his own special flavor there, and he is a very unique man and a very unique podcast. Greetings from Allentown. And finally, the Rundown Wrestling Podcast with Jason Stewart, Adam Salzer, Sal, all the rest over there at the Rundown Wrestling Podcast feed. Great stuff going on all week, so subscribe and enjoy all right, Brian, a new segment. We are uh, just after Thanksgiving. We're in the full throes of the holiday season. Christmas is coming. Oh, my God. Christmas has been coming since before friggin' Halloween in the stores. So we're going to probably weekly here do a little Christmas segment, uh, you know, intertwined with wrestling. And you said... Yeah, so my idea for this week's mic is, uh, you know, <laughs> there's a certain stigma sometimes with being the wrestling person in, in your family. Right. And as you get old, like as a kid, it's like endearing and, and maybe, a, like maybe a little annoying. But as you get older, you just kind of become like a weirdo. Yes. Uh, so, it, and for some inexplicable reason, like wrestling becomes that thing. If you're, if, you're, you're, if you're the wrestling fan in your family, unless you're part of one of these weird wrestling families, like, you know, and I don't mean wrestling families from people in the business. I mean, like these families that everybody likes wrestling. You become the wrestling kid, and oh, Mike or Brian, he likes wrestling. We'll get him something wrestling. But the problem, as you get older, is a lot of wrestling merchandise is geared towards younger people, or it's just a bit strange as like a twenty-something-year-old person to get right. something wrestling-related. So I thought we could talk about some of the stranger, you know, wrestling-themed gifts that that uh you know we've received over the years and i'll kick it off and this one is this one's really strange to me and and what's really strange is my sister actually got a very similar gift for my son i believe last year for christmas because he likes wrestling he's a kid so it gets a little more appropriate so you know like gummy candies yes and they have like the giant gummies of of different things so this is a WWE championship belt giant gummy that is weird looking and absolutely disgusting. Now, I got this for... Completely edible. Yes. Yeah, completely edible. Well, allegedly. (laughs) (laughs) Allegedly. I got this... Like in my 30s. I just turned 37, so I don't know how many years ago I got this, but I was in my 30s. When I when I got this, and keep in mind, I've never worked for WWE other than like extra talent work. A grown man, how big is this thing? You know, it's probably like ten inches long and like four inches high, like good size for like a a gummy candy. Like a, a grown man grabbing this thing and taking a bite out of it. Hold, while hold on, hold on, on I might have it. I might have Michaels from last year somewhere. Well, you didn't scarf it down immediately. That's hard to believe. 
Oh, I see. So here it is, Mike. Okay, so <laughs> it is partially, I e- think. Eaten, yeah. It looks eaten. like uh, apparently my wife must have let Michael eat that. Uh, the pure sugar rot your teeth. Um, <laughs> so the, another it's funny. So I just looked in the closet and found that. There's another weird item here, Mike. Maybe we can take pictures of these and throw them on YouTube. Why don't you describe for the people the other thing, the other gift that Michael received, the other strange gift that Michael received that's in my hand right now. Well, the packaging looks very similar to almost like an Oreo, like the size of the packaging, the shape of the packaging, but it is WWE Unicorn Horns from the New Day, and it is a a package, like I said, similar to Oreos, but it's filled with... Lollipops. Lollipops. Oh, so there you go. Have a nice have a nice Kofi themed lollipop. A for unicorn yourself, horn Mike. and a lollipop. There you go. That's amazing. That, that's an added little bonus. He didn't get that for I guess he did probably get it for like last year for Christmas. But I again I was talking more about the gummy. Uh, this thing is actually a little bit bigger than I than I thought it was. But yeah, it, it's again for a two year old or a three year old, these things are, are kind of cool, I guess, right? But for a 30-something-year-old <laughs> man who's never worked for WWE, and at that point, I was probably real bitter and just miserable about my dream dying, you know, there's that. Yeah, not only, like, you know, being an older gentleman who's into wrestling, but being someone who has been paid to be a part of wrestling to get these gifts still is, like, a little weird. Like, I remember, well, this is just all around strange, but uh, an ex-girlfriend of mine, got me one year she got me tickets to wrestling which i don't really care to get tickets to wrestling especially like if i go to get tickets to wrestling it's like i want to sit like up in the bleachers well, I don't and wanna... you're not you're certainly not i mean i mean yes these were free too because they were a gift but you're not getting tickets we'll <laughs> pay for my you better say comp on mike Tuck crockett's ticket exactly and these <laughs> tickets were placed inside of a book which i received for christmas that year and that book was Mick Foley's Christmas Chaos. <laughs> it was a children's book, if you didn't know that. And I was probably 28 years old at the time. Well, she thought you were like David Arquette's character from Ready to Rumble. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> uh, why was Speaking you get- of what, she David Arquette tweet at me, by the way? No. We had, we had a nice conversation last week. On, uh, I talked about how I don't do death matches, and he called me a smart man. <laughs> a little side there. I didn't see that. That's that's lovely. So yeah, I I I got McFoley's Christmas Chaos. I I don't know if I still have it. I I, just, I suppose to pass it down to my son if I do. That's probably appropriate now. But right? I might have gotten rid of it. <laughs> I might have gotten rid of it already. So uh, he might not get the chance. Something else that I that I received. Uh, I'm not a big board game or card game player of any of any sort. But again, I, I'm pretty sure I got this in either my late 20s or early 30s. There was a WWE themed Uno game that um, I, I think one of my sisters got it for me. It, it just it just becomes like I don't know what to get. I don't know what to get them. He likes wrestling. Get him something wrestling. Yeah. So here I am, and I got the Uno, which I don't play, and it's got like the Undertaker on it, and John Cena, and Chris Jericho, and and I'm just like, what am, what am I gonna? I, I probably have it somewhere packed downstairs in in my basement, unopened, probably with the cellophane right. wrap still on it to this day. Yeah, so again, just these weird things. I'm a grown man. I don't even like board games or card games, but just because WWE slapped a logo on it, here you go. What about you? You got anything else? My mother still every year, well, Santa, I guess, every year 
gets me the WWE calendar. Still to this day. Still to this day. I remember you, you used to have it at the place we used to work. You'd always have the WWE calendar, and I gave you crap and remember you telling me this. 43 years old, <laughs> and I get the WWE calendar every year. Just half naked men, pictures of them. But they put, they put the women in there now, too, so that's nice. <laughs> but it's nothing for everybody. Uh, I Yeah, I don't understand. All right, we'll finish this off. Uh, it's weird me leading a segment, but we'll finish it off in this way, Mike. You're you're 43 years old, but if you could go back to, you know, we're thinking about wrestling gifts, you know, throughout the years, um, which we have probably not gone to Christmas our entire lives without a wrestling-themed gift of some sort, but... Is there something from your past that uh, you never got that you'd want to see under your wrestling Christmas tree this year? Oh, this year? I was going to say, like, back well, in I the mean, day. I mean, you know, well, back in the day. Too, but, I mean, like, like eight, you know, 10-year-old Mike or however old you were would be happy if it were under, under his tree. I don't think there's anything wrestling-related you can get me this year. Okay, so 10-year-old Mike. I, I just said it. Like, come on. Keep up here. Um... As a kid, something you didn't get that you wanted that would make 10-year-old Mike happy. Okay, I think you've talked about this in the podcast before, but the steel cage for the LJN ring. Oh, yes. Never had it. I, ha- I, I, I had that. It was very hard to put together. Yeah, <laughs> and didn't stay together for long? No, my uncle had to like tie it together with like uh, a shoelace and <laughs> all that. So there's, there's a guy, Mike, I, I, oh my God, I look at his Instagram every day and just and just salivate at uh, the possibilities, uh, who just sells brand new, a lot, a lot of them, LJN figures and, and accessories. But uh, mine too is also LJN themed. It's a couple of guys who I never had, you know. But you wanted the Mean Gene with his arms all stretched. I had like, Mean Gene. No, huh? I had Mean Gene. Okay. No, the the Big Boss Man and the Ultimate Warrior. Uh, never got those. Never had those. And those were kind of. I mean, I'm not sure if there are. I was gonna say online exclusives, but this is pre online. Yeah, but there was mail in exclusives. I think weren't yeah. they? Or yeah, like 1989. I didn't know they were. I didn't know they existed. But you know, the kid in me would be very happy to see those underneath this tree you know this year or or you know when they actually came out it was always on the back page of the pwi the back cover yes and i did actually get the bam bam bigelow and i got the heart foundation which is uh, apparently very valuable I, I had the heart foundation very valuable if you have them mint on card but i obviously do not <laughs> but i think you probably could still get uh Decent money for them yes. as is. Yeah, right? they're yeah, they're it's amazing. Like how what what LJNs go for. Check out Zoro Mendez on Instagram. It's if you're a LJN fan like myself, like oh my god, like you'll just be going crazy. But uh, hey, Mike, I'll finish. I'll finish the segment too. Wow. Hey, out there, fans, tell us what's the weirdest wrestling themed gift that you've gotten as an adult, and who gave it to you, and then what do you want under your uh, you know what what would the kid in you want underneath your wrestling Christmas tree in 2018 tweet at the WPAN at Croc Sox at Brian Malonis and let's hear from you wow Kingpin leading the segment I like this I get used to this <laughs> don't get too used to it this is going to be your thing until we get to Christmas oh boy so come up with something for next week alright alright let's move on to this week's promo about nothing but before we get into that you are hitting the highways and byways, crisscrossing this great nation of ours, plying your trade as a professional wrestler. You got dates? I do, Mike. I only got three matches left in 2018. 
How about that? Or three dates left, I should say, in 2018. We'll see how many matches that results in. But Friday night, December the 14th, Mike, it's Ring of Honor's final battle from the Manhattan Center, the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York City, the biggest show of the year for Ring of Honor, the biggest event of the year for Ring of Honor. I'll be in the house. Don't know what I'm doing yet, but I'll be there live in attendance at the Hammerstein Ballroom for final battle. The very next night... In Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, 2300 Arena, Ring of Honor's international TV taping. The bouncers will be there also in attendance. Yours truly and the Beer City Bruiser. Uh, hopefully uh, here maybe we're going to meet and greet some fans, potentially. Uh, I don't know if they'll have the, the bouncers t-shirt for sale in the Ring of Honor Pro Shop uh, at the events. Uh, I'm not sure how the logistics of all that work, but me and the Bruiser will have them on, and you can order them from the ROH Pro Shop for yourself. Uh, maybe, hey, maybe you can have them in time if you order today. Maybe you can have them in time for Final Battle Weekend. So go to ROHWrestling.com for ticket and card information on both Final Battle and the Final Battle TV tapings in Philadelphia and New York, uh, respectively, uh, and then also for Honor Club and traditional pay-per-view for Final Battle. And then Sunday, Mike, December the 16th, I'll be heading to Bethany, Connecticut for Northeast Wrestling. I make my return to Northeast Wrestling, taking on that fat tub of lard, Wrecking Ball Ligurski, that wannabe kingpin, Wrecking Ball Ligurski. Uh, that'll be at Northeast Wrestling's big event, uh, the fight before Christmas, I believe they're calling it, as in Bethany, Connecticut. Special bell time of 4 p.m. that Sunday. Um, so good time will be had by all. NortheastWrestling.com for ticket and card information and next week i'll have some dates we'll start to get into uh the new year but i still think it's a little premature to start talking about the new year you're not ready to cross that threshold yet no not yet not yet and uh you know i've got some things line again lining up so uh you know we'll, we'll get there mike it's 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 we're still like we're early december here man <laughs> i saw that you're booking into 2019 yeah into yeah april or something like that we are yeah i got dates into into april uh including a couple of places i've never wrestled before so looking forward to it uh you know hopefully some big things and hopefully some far off trips coming up in 2019 uh-huh so more secretive stuff no that's more Kingpin. just pin hopes that's more just like things i'd like to do and maybe we can do uh goals for 2019 or something at some point mike but big goal of mine and i know the bruisers in 2019 is to go somewhere abroad and, and wrestle in 2019 stay tuned for that if you want to book the kingpin if you're over there in jolly old england or japan or anywhere else i got my passport oh you really i do really really and i need some help with a work visa if your country requires that but <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't just get you to uh, epcot center anymore no 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 now uh, i mean i haven't used the passport yet but i have it there you go email brian malonis at comcast.net or dm him on twitter at Brian Malonis, get the Kingpin on your show in 2019. Or if you want to see the Kingpin on uh, your local independent show, hit him up and let him know, and uh, we'll broker some sort of deal. I don't know how that works. I don't deal with this booking stuff. That's because you've never been uh, been in demand before, Mike. I guess not. All right, Brian, it is time for the promo about nothing. The year is 1985, and we are going back to the Mid-Atlantic region, the National Wrestling Alliance, Jim Crockett Promotions, any name you want to call it. It is, uh, you know, that whole thing going on down there in the south. Your Uncle Jim. My Uncle Jim is running the ship. And we are going to go to a promo from one of the hottest baby faces of the time, a gentleman known 
as Magnum TA. Let's listen to this week's promo about nothing. Tully Blanchard, it's no new thing to any of the people in Philadelphia what's been going on between you and I. And it's damn good and ready for the time to... Sorry, cut. I can't, I can't do that. I can't do that. Can we do this one more time? Sure. Stand by. Five, four, three, two. Tully Blanchard, all the people of Philadelphia know all the things you've done to myself, all the things you've done to the American Dream Dusty Roads. But it's time for some dues to be paid, some real heavy dues. You've done some things to me that you're going to have to answer for, and Philadelphia is the place you're going to answer for. You know, the U.S. title is very prestigious, and you and I have gone round and round over it. And when we come to Philadelphia this time, there's going to be no mistake in what's going to happen. I'm going to come on you like nobody's ever come on you before. I'm coming there to take you out in no uncertain terms. No baby doll at your side. Nobody to run distractions for you. Just you and I in the middle of that square circle, nose to nose, eye to eyeball, getting it on like two men should do. This is professional wrestling. This isn't some game. This is where men are men, and the boys stay on the side and watch what's going on. And Tully Blanchard, you can't run and hide from me anymore. You're going to have to deal with Magnum TA. All the stuff, all the things you've done are going to come to a head. Philadelphia is going to be the play. What's the... Okay, the horseman going and taking out uh, Magnum TA. He's going to do what to him? <laughs> I, th- I thought it was a family show. You're, you're a bouncer, Brian. You're one of half of the bouncers. I saw you over there bouncing in your chair with uh, with glee, with laughter. It's because I'm 12 years old. <laughs> yeah, Terry Allen, uh, Magnum TA, is going to do something to Tully Blanchard he's never had done to him before. Like, like he's never had done to him before. <laughs> Oh, sounds like a Val Venus promo. <laughs> <laughs> what I don't understand is, you know, he starts the promo and then he says, uh, that, that, let's do it over again. After he says he's going to come on Tully Blanchard, <laughs> why doesn't one of the guys behind the camera say, okay, now let's cut again. Like we, like we've established that we can cut and start over again. I think we really should start this one over. This is going out on national television, on cable, 1985, TBS, the Superstation. I really don't think we want to talk about Magnum TA, uh, you know. <laughs> blowing all over uh, <laughs> Mr. Tully Blanchard. Oh boy. Uh yeah, that <laughs> Maybe they're not idiots like us. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that, that hit me right in the right spot. <laughs> I I don't understand why they had the like the outtake at the beginning. This is I don't know. On, not, this is on the TV show. It's yeah. it's got the the WWE 24-7 logo, the old uh, on-demand service for WWE, and this was part of the program in uh, July of 1985. <laughs> Maybe laziness? I don't know. Maybe they were trying to give it realism? I, I, I guess so. Like They're trying to show that, yeah, he was upset or something. He ended up just really just flubbed and said, let's do it over. And then, then when... When, I was waiting, when he first did that, I was waiting for a Mean Gene like, we're live, pal. <laughs> Or yeah, waiting for the the other shoe to drop after he said, waiting for like Dusty Rose to be laughing off camera. And, but no, they that wasn't a thing. That wasn't terminology. This is recent terminology. I mean, 
No, that, in 1985, I, w- I didn't really know what was going on with that whole thing yet. Hopefully in 1985, you didn't know what the coming meant that's what, I'm sa- that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So like, you, you, were just, it, you were just eight years old or whatever, repeating this promo to your parents. <laughs> I'm going to come on you like you never been come down before. I just, yeah, I don't. That's not rec- uh, a, a recent uh, slang term, right? And been I don't saying know. Maybe that. it is. Maybe we just maybe we just learned something. <laughs> like he's never. <laughs> All right. I mean, not there's anything wrong with that. Exactly. No, no. <laughs> my father's gay. <laughs> I mean, and, you know, I don't know if I I don't know if I do that in a match to somebody. That I think that would be a little inappropriate. I mean, didn't you have someone DM you and ask for something similar? No, no, there was no there was Facebook like message. There was nothing that extreme. Oh, okay, involved. just <laughs> baby oil and just wanted me to diapers up. and stuff. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> good God, <laughs> this is going off the rails. So, I mean, they try to, of course, encapsulate the realism of this whole thing by showing the flub, showing the you know the mistake, and then. Uh, when the run-in at the end happens with the the horseman, just complete weirdness with Magnum TA. Like as, as they run towards him, like why doesn't he just like <laughs> square up and fight back? He's just like standing there, like deer in the headlights as these two guys are making a beeline for his ass. Poor choice of words. Yeah, poor choice of words. <laughs> what a promo! That's this is one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Magnum TA, of course. Uh, was in a car accident uh, a couple years later and never wrestled again. So that's, All right, that's what that's what I do is I always have like one time I think we talked and, about and it. Now I'm pretty sure I'm married to Telly Blanchard's ex-wife. I think yeah, I think I think you're right. Yeah, there, there, there's some sort of relations. In oh, the, now you know why there was heat. I guess so. I guess so. And. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Magnum was coming on a Blanchard one way or the other. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Okay, you heard this promo about nothing. It's going to be awkward want... if I ever have to be in a locker room again <laughs> with Tessa Blanchard. <laughs> if you want the full picture, find the link to the video in the description of this episode or at the WPAN.com. Well, he brought it all together in the end, Kingpin. Sure. <laughs> Landing on a high note. <laughs> we will be back. Or, or, or a low note. <laughs> yes. We'll be back right here next Monday for episode 138 of the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing. Till then, he is the Kingpin, Brian Malonis. I'm Mike Crockett. Big ups to Mucko. And thanks for nothing.